morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And we're going to start off in decency and order. And we're going to come out of 1 Timothy 6 and 7. And it says, For we brought nothing into this world, and we can take nothing out of it. You have to realize that when we leave, nothing goes with you. So don't get attached to materialistic things. Don't sit and think that you can take all this with you. You can't be like Drake and take your money to the grave because it doesn't matter if somebody dig it up. The real value is in Jesus and having a relationship with him. So remember that what's more valuable than money is the time that you have here on earth. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. Thank you, God, for letting us get traveling grace to come to the studio this morning. God, we thank you for giving us food on our table, roof over our head. God, I, I ask you right now to come into the room, be in the midst, touch every listener, touch every person that listens to the playback. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing. Continue to bless us, continue to elevate us. Touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Take out anything that is not of you. God, we just thank you, God. We glorify you, give you all the praise. And we say that all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, we back again. Right. In the studio. Man, y'all don't understand the struggle right now. <laughs> the struggle is real this morning. See, Jesus. you would think that I'd have been out doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. I'm, we was at church. We was at church <laughs> almost 11 o'clock. Right, but I left before y'all. <laughs> you lucky because you did that. Because I'm tired. So... This is Pastor Jay, and, I, and like always, I have something to say. You can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can find me at Pastor Jaylon on Facebook. And you could check out my website at Pastor Jaylon, J A Y L O N, Calhoun.com. That's me. Well, this is Chris Johnson. You can find me at. Um St. Chris J on Instagram and Facebook and then stchrisjay.com and yeah, that's where I'm at. For sure. And we have some oh, people. Wait, we forgot one. She on the way. Are you still going to mention her? You sure is right. Don't forget to go follow Dr. Marvinetta Clay um, on Instagram, Facebook, and her website. Um, I forgot her handles. Her, her website handles is Clay Marvinetta Clay M. Marvinetta Clay, Clay Marvinetta, any way you put it. And DrMarvinettaClay.com. Go ahead and check it out. You'll find it. Yep, you'll find it. So, we have some people in the building. Have them introduce themselves. What's up, y'all? It's David Backer from Just Faith Ministries. What's going on, family out there? It's your favorite pastor's favorite pastor. Pastor J3, Jamie Pollard, uh, out of Revive Church. Uh, bless y'all this morning. Amen. We're glad to have you in the building. And 
Do we have any announcements? Um, I will be doing a live recording October 11th at RAM at 7 o'clock. It's absolutely free. And then November for. Hold on, put my church. Yeah, put your church. It's the church announcement. Hallelujah. Amen. It's too early. Amen. Bless the name of the Lord. These are your church announcements. Please govern yourselves accordingly. Please. Uh, on November first and second, the senior choir will be. I'm playing. <laughs> no, I'll be having a um, resound worship and art summit. At TCMI, um, registration at the moment is $15 for regular, $25 for general, I mean for VIP. Please go register immediately because the prices will be going up in a few weeks. So get it while it's hot and then, yeah, amen. Then, well, then we have Resound next month. I said that. You said, oh, you said the first November. That's your live recording. And then we have anointed radio be heading out to columbus ohio where we'll be going to go collect our award never was never was no competition to go against anointed radio my god my god hallelujah then we have after that we have a lot of stuff coming up because I can't think of it right now. <laughs> I know Christmas duets. Oh, it's Christmas duets. Yo. Pastor, uh, Pastor Anton. No, Boston. it's Christian. I mean, Christmas, it's a Chris, Christmas uh, cabaret. Same thing. I don't know what a cabaret is, but it sounds fancy. It's at the space. That's all I know. Yo. Yes. Well, at the I space in December. Tickets are still on, on sale. Uh, VIP, go get it. And then Miss Tower Prices uh, play. Tara Price, yes. yes. Oh, and then Anointed Radio is help sponsoring seven women, seven stools at Second Baptist Church on Missionary Baptist Church. Second Baptist Church here in Las Vegas with their new pastor. Uh, seven stools, seven different personalities. The play. Cletus thing came up in the world, you know. Um, Bless his heart. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, we, see, he's telling us time to wrap it up. Not with this old hymn, he just went to the Amen. Amen. And that was the church now. Did you just cut Cletus off like I that? I sure did. <laughs> I gave him that. I gave him, I gave him the. In that. <laughs> that we in that. Cletus, you need, it's over. All right. So, he'll get over it. We're going to go into. He's going to quit. Yeah, I wish he would. He <laughs> <laughs> said, you don't pay him enough. Amen. So, we're we going to go ahead and go into the mix. And I think I'm going to start off with some good jams called I Believe. I believe. See y'all in a minute. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. I believe the storm will soon be over. I believe the rain will go away. I believe that 
else. I believe. Remember this. Your storm is over. I believe. Your rain is gone away. Clouds have moved. I believe. You make it through it. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory! Woo! <laughs> you better put them hands together and act like you know up in here. Cheek, peek! Now, come on. 
keep them going, y'all. I'ma keep my focus up, 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 up. Cause your boy's heaven bound. After that, that ain't no coming down. I'm trying to get my crowns, y'all. So we are back, and we're going to start our interview with Mr. David and Jamie in the building. Why are you sounding like that? <laughs> He's tired. I didn't get my coffee during the music break. Just got it out there. And I totally forgot about it because I was mixing the music. But, yeah, see, now we live, too, because I totally forgot to switch over. So we are going to talk about the third Youth explosion, y'all. Yep, yep, yep. But before that, we're going to do an iceberg question. Pastor Jay's famous iceberg question. Here it goes. You ready? Uh huh. I got a song. You want to hear it? Here it goes. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Spit All right. Brain is back. All right. What is your favorite ice cold beverage? Either one of y'all could go first. Right now, I like orange vanilla Coke. That's a different taste. That orange is. vanilla Coke. First of all, I don't even like Coke. And then adding orange and vanilla, don't think, I think that would just make yeah. it even worse. That's it. But uh, that's different. Okay. Ice water, man. Okay. Can't go wrong with some good fresh sink faucet water i was about to faucet say water. yeah what? okay you like lead yeah I, I like land yes like land like i like water holes water oh that's how i grew Ooh. up you know what i'm saying so oh, right. Ooh, that's the back in the day uh -huh. yeah. well first of all when i lived in california we actually could drink the tap water right right 
I would never drink the tap water here. Nah, nah. It come out white. It come out. It come out white with bubbles. You better, bu- no, you better, no, it, you better boil it. You, I'm right. serious. I'm serious. I came. I came to Vegas once for a conference, and I had no money. So I was like, oh, I'm thirsty. And I was like, I need some water. My mouth was dry. So I went and got the little cup in the hotel. And I put it. I said, why I got bubbles in it? Like, mm. why is it white with bubbles? Like, that's not how water should look. I drank it, though. My stomach hurt. But still, <laughs> I was thirsty. It tastes like Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Is, is, Arrowhead. Yeah. That's that is water hose water, man. That's yeah. right. That's a good that's stuff. A, it's Las Vegas water hose water. Las Vegas. <laughs> you can drink it. Oh, because it's Oakland water. It's the best. Like, yeah. tap water Shout in out. the Bay Area, yeah. because uh-huh. they, right by the Pacific, right. they're able to process it better. So you can actually drink the tap water until you start getting closer to the Delta. Like, the Pittsburgh yeah, and Yaki. Like, my mom lived that water tastes like Las Vegas water. Yes. Right. So y'all don't fool with Las Vegas faucet water. Oh heck no. 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 no First no. of all, you know the water bad if you gotta have a water softener because you your skin stop, is getting towed up by this water. That's, yeah. It's Hello. so hard. This water is so rough. Lotion and bath. This thing about you putting that in your body, it's right, like man, it's right. in your skin that fights. And then when it sees your kidney, it's about to really fight. It's right. like what? It's been good to me, man. It's like milk. You know wow. what? I was telling my youth about milk. So I'm glad you brought that up. That was a good, t- interesting topic. Because we're talking about youth. I'm going to talk about what we talked about in Bible study. So I was breaking down some you know, processes that we do as humans that we don't ever question, like, why do we do this? Just because we've been doing the people for generations been doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, for milk, what is milk made for? Cows. No, it's made for nothing. It's made for for uh, like calves, like small small cows. Mm-hmm. After that, we shouldn't be doing anything with it. See, when the it's just like with humans that give milk to their babies. It's for nourishment for a, mm-hmm. uh, a baby, right? Mm-hmm. So a cow, a calf probably weighs as much as us coming out, mm-hmm. right? So some people be like, "Wow, I'm so big." Well, you drink a lot of milk. It's, that's what the process of that milk was made, so it could make a baby calf I mean, into a big cereal? cow. No, uh, it made put some water on it. <laughs> I, I've actually done that I on the struggle. Las Vegas faucet water. Here you on go. Cereal? On my cereal? What? Man, I grew up with cereal water. My, my wife think I'm crazy. She can't stand it, but you know what? It's cereal and water, man. Okay. I, I mean, did, I did that one. I've we done that. Milk. I was, I've done that before. I haven't but, tried that. It, well, if you're just a person that don't really drink the like milk anyway, and you just want your cereal wet, you just put a little water on it, you just, oh. and you eat it, because I did it with some Frosted Flakes, it didn't taste no difference. Mm. I, I told my grandma, I was amazed. I was like, Grandma, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, milk don't have a flavor, really. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's like when you put the water on it, it do the same effect to get it wet, but and then you just like you throw it in the water. You're like, dude, I'm done. Mm. But... All I know is almond milk is the way to go, and you can make your own almond milk with your Las Vegas tap water and almonds. There you go. See, I yeah. knew you was going to say that, Las Vegas. <laughs> it's good for something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just grew up, like, I'm from the right. South, man. I grew up, like. But the South water is different than the desert water because they got an ocean. I guess. I I don't think they're deep into it. I just drink faucet water. <laughs> <laughs> I drink what I'm getting. Like, I believe in, like, use what you got till you can get what you want. You know what I mean? Well, all I know is what we used to do, at least when we didn't have areas, we'll boil the water. 
Yeah. And then put it in a pitcher and then yeah. put it in the refrigerator. That sounds like Flint, Michigan water. Oh, and we ain't that far from oh. it. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're very far from that. We just don't got it brown. But we ours is now, already. If it turned brown, y'all can count me out. I'm glad you said that because I, I was. No brown water, that was the next right. question <laughs> I was going to ask because I'm about no. to say, like, if it's it's already white. Water's clear. Our water's not white, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what side of town y'all live on, but my water. We live on the edges of town. That's why. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Everywhere oh, I've man. seen, the water come out with bubbles. So I don't. I, I didn't know it was like soda. I was like, water carbonated. It is. <laughs> no, Next time you put the water out, unless you, wherever you live out, it has a filtration system. And it's like excellent, so it might have that. But all I'm saying, leave it alone. I'm just leaving it where it's at, man. Let him have his water. I like our faucet water. I still drink it. So, where are you guys? I guess you, we could do that by that. Where are you guys originally from before Vegas? Uh, California, Bay Area. Yeah. Really? Oh, all these Bay folks. I'm from Tallulah, Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. So, what made you guys move to Las Vegas? My mom and them. Family. Yeah. It'd be like that. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about the, um, what to expect for the youth explosion that's coming up? Um, I'm hoping if it's like it was last year, we were standing room only at the church. So, I'm praying. <laughs> come out, come out, come out. Bring, bring your mama, your daughter, your sister. Bring the family. Family, dog, everybody here. Exactly. That's what's up. Um, this is my first time uh, being a part of it, actually, and uh, I'm just excited to, you know, see to see the worship. So I, I like to try to understand another person's form of worship, mm -hmm. you know. So um, uh, when when these artists are in the act of whatever they do, I know I understand it's like a form of submission. I like to see it. I like to see right. a person uh, get in their element with God. Like it's just them and God in the room. But it's all of us there. So trying to tap into them, I think that's dope. So I'm just excited to be a part of that. And you're hosting, right? Yeah, yeah. So what, what do you expect to bring to the hosting element to the event? I don't know, man. Um, you know what, honestly? Like, I, a lot of people ask me all the time, like, do I write material and stuff like that? I don't. It's just my personality. So if you've ever seen me do anything, it's just on the fly. Um, keep my mind clear and uh, just... I just rock with God's people, man. So Amen. It's going to be fun. And then, um, so who's performing? We have Rochelle MacArthur is doing our praise and worship. Um, Sarah Thomas is praise dancing. Rifka is my headliner. Uh, I got Team Gospel is, our in, is the church I go to's in-house rap group. Mr. Hollywood is a like five or six year old rap artist here in town. Uh, Rain Royal, uh, Righteous Music, Forgiven. That's just some of everybody that's gonna be there. And what is the mission statement for the Youth Explosion? It's basically for the youth to come out and just have fun, worship, worship God in their own way. Mm -hmm. And I do this every year 
just to give back to the youth. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so, the last year's... Tell us a little bit about last year and, you know, how that experience was. Last year's... <coughs> it was a great experience. We I brought in... My headliner last year was from Arizona. He's a pastor out in Arizona with Free to Worship Ministries. And he was my headliner. He brought a couple people with him from Arizona. And we just had a great time. Amen. So... One thing that I, I like about when we give back to the youth is that we're molding the future. See, a lot of times, I tell a lot of pastors, when you neglect your young people, you're killing off your future church. Mm -hmm. And um, back home, I said, that's when I first started saying it, when I was actually a youth, and I was over the youth, and I was like, you know, you're not going to have people that want to be here. And that's what we have to look at is getting the youth involved because if you get them involved, they're always going to want to be involved because they feel like they have ownership. They feel like, oh, you know, I like when I was a teenager, I knew, oh, I got to lead worship because it's Youth Sunday today. I need to be there, right? Mm -hmm. So it helps them. So when they become regular adults, they're like, I need to be there because I got worship. I got worship service. And, and it, it gives them a type of ownership where they feel like it's, you know, really a part of them. You know, that they feel like they're part of something. We have to give positive outlets for young people to feel like they're a part of something. Because that's the reason why most kids get in trouble. Because they want to be a part of something, yeah. but then a bad influence from the outside. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of church folks, y'all kids that be in church, because you haven't involved them, they are the prime ones that mm -hmm. are targeted mm -hmm. because of your anointing and what you're doing and how you're building in the kingdom that the enemy is trying to lead for your kids mm -hmm. so that they could be out there in the streets doing things that they shouldn't be doing because it's a form of rebellion. Right. And, and you know, I think that's one thing that for having more youth things, it's important. You know, because back when we had a lot of youth things, but mm -hmm. nowadays with this social media youth, it's different. It is. You know, we didn't have, I think that's what happened. It was, I was watching a TV show, and we didn't have quick access to stuff. So we had to come to each other and, yeah. and have events. Yeah. You know, the quickest thing we thought was MySpace, and that's funny because now I think about it. MySpace. <laughs> that has... That yeah. that was the most simplest <laughs> social media platform. Right. It was a. One. You didn't have a MySpace. I refused. Did you have a black 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 planet? He had a black planet. He definitely had a black I, planet. Actually, I didn't. For real? I, I have none of it. I didn't have social media until Facebook. Wow. 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 I refused. That's what's up. Well, wow. you know what's crazy? And now I'm trying to get off Facebook. You know what's crazy? I'm off Facebook. I just I don't even. I have to be on. The good thing is. My my Instagram divvies my posts to all the other ones. I don't ever be on Facebook. People are like, you see my Facebook? No, 
You on Instagram? So Facebook, it was crazy, is that Facebook used to be for college students. So that's why I would yeah. never get on mm-hmm. Facebook. Because I'm like, my cousins, I was my older cousins were like, yeah, we're on Facebook talking to our colleagues. I was like, ah, oh, nah. <laughs> it's, Facebook was meant to be the LinkedIn. It was like study hall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it was yeah. for you to be like, because they didn't have directories. And for you to know, like, okay, if I'm at college, let's say I'm at BYU, and in the English department, Who's all in the English department? Who's all my colleagues that I'm going in there with? And who's in class with me? And who's taking my same major? And then it blew up to like, ooh, y'all remember high school memories? And then people's like, oh, I could come in. I'm not in college, but I could talk about high school memories. Right. And then yep. that's where that memory thing came from. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I was there when I saw that whole transpire. But hey. <laughs> yeah, it was So one thing I wanted to kind of ask is like, what do you want the kids to take away from this event? Both of you. Uh, well, let me say this. I think that um, you, you said something earlier, like about access, and I think that you know, like from our parents and or whoever, wherever we grew up in church, I think like for us over at Revive, we try to make make the kids a part, but not so much in like membership, but like in partnership, because it's different with memberships. You you feel like you have access to something. With a partnership, you are the access for that thing. So now you allow other people in. You know what I mean? So what we do is we try to have our kids understand that like you're the access to Christ for someone else. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's our that's kinda like our mold for like uh membership. Is we just don't like to use the word too much. It's like I don't know. It's just been tampered with so bad lately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I'm hoping that the kids will not only come and enjoy worship, uh maybe hear something that will prick their hearts to ask about Christ, ask more about Christ. And then that we can follow up answering those questions right. and, and helping them understand that you're the access to Christ. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Yeah. And just just like what Jamie was saying, um, that if we just want them to come and have a good time and worship the Lord in their own way. Amen. You know, it's crazy. I went to a youth event when I was younger, and it was hosted by a church. I'm not going to shout out today. And, um, do I know this church? Yeah. Uh, well, don't you don't know? It's, it's, <laughs> it's too early to be petty, you know? No, it's no longer in existence. So it's no part, it's okay. part, okay. it's still part of it, even. Good cleanup. Oh, I probably don't know that. Yes, you do. I do. Mm-hmm. You know a Bay Area. It was in Pittsburgh, no longer in existence. It's new, it has a new name now. Oh, that's yeah. See? So, yeah. um, they it was a revival called ignite ignite the like ignite my fire something like that for a youth event and it was doing that same thing but it was something deep because you said something that made me remember that it was saying um it was a video it's on youtube i actually showed it to my youth before it's called the uh, letter from hell where it talks about this kid that was saying you know i sat next to you in class and you never told me about jesus you never helped me know about christ you went to church, you know, all these things. And it was like now, because I passed, I, I don't have, I'm in pain. I'm in, I'm in torment. And why couldn't you help me? Mm-hmm. Now I'm telling you, go to everybody. Straight up. And tell everybody so that they don't come here 
it was powerful. As a young person, I was like, what? Yeah. I started evangelist. As soon as, as soon as I heard that, I was at church, and then I got five, five, five doughs slammed in my face, but still. <laughs> oh, you did, you did the whole SWAT thing, like the axe church, huh? Yeah, I was. I was you know, going door to door. I was going door to door. And then, but it was powerful, though, because it was, it was discouraging, because... I was getting a lot of doors slammed in my face, but I was telling, I was planning to see. I didn't know mm -hmm. then, yeah. but I was planning to see. Right. But now I remember uh, what changed my whole way of evangelizing is when I saw this young man, um, young this young dude. He was sitting on the sidewalk, and he was crying. And we is this is the area that we walking around doing evangelism. Mm -hmm. So me and one of the other youth, we sat by. I was like, "What's wrong?" And he was like, "Yeah, my girlfriend just broke up with me." Like he was like like boo-hoo crying oh. and I was like whoa I've never been there before but still let's let's talk <laughs> so when I was Sorry. talking to him I instead of trying to because it's a way to evangelize and this will change my life forever mm -hmm. instead of trying to just read scriptures and open my Bible and all that mm -hmm. I just talked to him yeah. and I was like you know what God did for me was he helped me he, he gave me a joy that I never had before and you have to have that support system because you was putting your girlfriend as God mm. and not realizing that God is the source. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he was like, wow. Because a lot of times, I was even telling my youth, my youth, which um, goes into this, I was telling them about 1 Corinthians chapter 7, the whole verse of chapter 7, because I have a whole lot of young adults and teenagers that are dating and, and, and they don't know what marriage is. And, I could tell them before I got married, I didn't know what marriage was either. And it explains to you, mm -hmm. simply, in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, everything about marriage, about how, what to do with about divorce, what to do if you're divorced, what happens if you're a widow, If what happens while you're single, all these right. things. It tells you exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have to start doing as adults, is instead of letting kids follow in our footsteps and making the same mistakes, giving them you know, like my kids would say, give them the game. <laughs> yeah. And 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 so that they can understand, you know, you ain't got to go through the same bumps and bruises. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to go through baby mama, baby daddy type situation. You ain't got to right. go through all the drug addictions and all that stuff, you know, and say it in a different way. Because, yes, we had the parents when we were growing up saying the same thing. Yeah. But here's the difference, though. There was no transparency because they yeah, was yes. acting like they didn't do nothing. Like while and then we yeah. sit there like, you know, I watch you, right? Like, like, and I tell, I tell my wife this all the time. I was like, I always am interested in the story my kids have of me compared mm -hmm. to the story that I think mm -hmm. of the story because your kids see, see, all you can see if everybody put their hands in front of their face is your hands, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can't see your face. Mm -hmm. You can't see none of this frontal, like how when you're looking at somebody, right? right. Well, your kids see all of you. Yeah. Not 50% of you, all of you. Mm -hmm. So that's something that kids take and, you know, causes that. Because sometimes church hurt don't come from the pastor. Church hurt come from their house. house. Mm -hmm. Because they saw somebody, and I've heard it so many times. Well, my auntie went to church, and, and she was not nothing of God. And I was like, well, y'all kept putting these bad representations of God mm -hmm. and not trying to learn God for yourself. Right. right. And that's yeah. the deep thing. We got to tell young people that. You know, a lot of people got bad representation. And we get grouped. Unfortunately, true, true, true. We, we get grouped as Christians like, oh, you know, they all this and that and this and that and, and they're throwing another offering and, mm -hmm. and they're doing this. And it's 
it, it's something that we have to look and be mind conscious of when it comes down to young people. I think you have to have good role models, um, especially, you know, you need positive influence around you, especially these days when you got all this negativity that's in the world and every, everything that's negative is influencing our children these days to right. do what they do. So you have to have a positive role model that will help direct them to the truth. Right. Because without that, they'll always see negative. They'll always see things that is going to be totally the opposite of what is God or what is Jesus or how I'm supposed to live or how I'm supposed to treat somebody. Or for that matter, how do I treat myself? Right. You know, so you have to have those positive role models. I mean, when you think about it, we had our mothers, but honey, some of them things they did to us, you know, you know, <laughs> right. you know, you know exactly. I'm just saying, you know, some of them tell you to get your own switch, you go up there in that tree, get that switch so you can get whooped some by of these that kids switch. Need to you know, switch. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a you yeah. never got a switch? I did. That's why I was oh. like, what kind of child abuse is this? <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. I, think the, I, th I think the switch is more traumatizing because oh I feel no. like in your brain, you're going against like your, your, your own, own weapon, your own code. Yeah. Like, why am I getting something right. for me to, like, go get my shoe. No. <laughs> I know what you're going to do with that. No, go get the belt and then... You can't, it's not the little skinny little one. It's it's, I had the police belt. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. the police. Bill. That's one of the greatest forms of submission, though. Think about it. It's getting beat? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, think about it. Uh, imagine if God said, go get go get that switch. Like, he allows you to pick what he's going to whip you with. Right. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's... That's dope, though. We could go. That's a whole sermon right there. It's preachable. But that's true, though, because, yeah. you know, you don't get to pick your, your whoopings from God. No. And yeah. just think if you could be able to... Like God, give me that one. You know, you know, God, you know, God, just let, just let my car break down. You know, <laughs> instead of you taking everything out of my bank account. You know, those are things that I guess if you think about it in that way, yeah, our parents were setting us up mm -hmm. to be able to understand that despite your whoopings, you still gotta because after you get whooped, what you gotta do? What you gotta do? You gotta fix your face. Yep. Yo. Stop crying like before I give you something to cry about, which I yeah. thought was the most redundantest thing to you ever you say. You too? Yes. I'm, like, I'm already crying. Why are you telling me? I used to swing that? at the wall when I heard that. <laughs> like, you know how, how he did on Boys in the Hood? That's how I really used to be used swinging. To oh, in my crying. Like, boo hoo crying. Like, whoo. I would have loved to see you get a <laughs> no man, I think that um, our parents—it was a gift and a curse for us to see, like, right. uh, uh, for our parents to be to not be so transparent. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, because we have to, for one, we have to be mindful of how we tell the things that we deal with. Right. We could be transparent and not realize we're glorifying it. Mm -hmm. And if we do that, that too part. soon, if you right. do, if you do it too soon, you make. Let's say you know you were a drug addict. I didn't know my dad. My dad was uh, a functioning crackhead, like literally. Till I found out when I was like eighteen. You know, um, my dad <coughs> was doing dope, but he went to work every day. Hard working man. Taught me a lot of everything I know, and um, it didn't affect me. You know, mm -hmm. but had I known sooner, it probably would have pushed me to like be like, oh, you know, doing you know, kind of like smoking cigarettes. When you see, it, you think it's cool. You know, if you're not careful, so my dad not exposing himself to me. Uh, of course, he he did it out of like you know embarrassment or not. You know what I mean. But it helped me. 
because I would have jumped out there soon. I ain't never did no drugs in my life because when I was 18, I saw what it did to him. By the time I was 18, I had the mindset, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want no part of that, you know. So I think it's a gift and a curse, man, because uh, when we try to shit, we, now we're those parents, like, we, I tell my kids everything. No. You know, I keep it real with my babies and all of this no. stuff. And it's like, I, I be super careful See, about what I give my kids right now. And, that, and I think that's a good point, what you just said, and it's being able to decipher what to say and what not to say, because mm-hmm. it. I feel like a lot of times we talk about stuff with young people that don't matter, but the things that do matter with is like the things that we hardly address. Yeah. Like, you know, because like you said, there is people that be like, I tell my child, every-. no, but you should be able to tell your child how to deal with issues. Mm-hmm. Right. How to refrain from anger, you know, because some I've seen at the school I work at, <laughs> parents literally come up and add to the chaos instead oh, yeah. of mm-hmm. deflecting yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and and it shows like then you get to the point of who the parent. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where the kids, because they because the parents mm-hmm. exactly, right. and it's like it goes to the point where they're like, they're they're dictating the situation. Yep. And they're the one in charge while, you know, and it's, and it's crazy. And it's, the world is in a state of confusion right now. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to live what we say. Yeah. Because still to this day, kids don't listen. They don't do what you say. They do what you do. That part. Exactly. And so that that's part, the thing. Exactly. If you're telling your child, you know, behave yourself, be respectful, be mindful. But when you show up to the school like, uh-uh, not my baby. That part. Then the kid's like, oh, okay. Yeah, not me. My mama ain't with that. My mama with the... Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You be quiet. You shut up. Stay in a child's place. But mama, you, I'm with you. Confusion. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying. So we messing them up, man. And it's true. You gotta yeah. definitely back up what you say. And the number one hurt from for people that's young is somebody that's not consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the first time. You know, I always, <laughs> I always think about the. You know. I don't like putting myself out there, but, but you know, when you had to wait for your daddy to come pick you up from your grandma or your mama house, mm-hmm. he don't never come. Right. And you sit at that step and you be like, Ooh. just waiting. You be like, mm-hmm. nah, he coming. It's like midnight. He coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had he had an accident. You start making excuses, but then that starts making into like resentment, mm-hmm. yeah. mistrust. All these walls start going up before you even adult. So by the time you adult, people are like, why you have so many walls? Well, they were made yeah. 10, 15 years yeah. right. in the making. Right. So it's, it's it's important for us, going back, to go and have these events for young people. Yeah. And there should be more events for young people. And just like, I believe you was in the basketball yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of fun. Just imagine that every ministry represented there had something for the youth. Yeah. How many youth could we get into the church? A lot. And had them, you know, have them have the, have that mindset. Hey, grab, just go grab one friend. Mm-hmm. Then it will be on to the level because you got one thing I love is when you see ministry that gets people that is not normal in church. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because. It's not what we came in this for. We came to get more people to know about God, especially the people that, you know, would have been that person for us. Because I know I wasn't in church, and it was one of my friends that helped me get to the church. Oh, yeah. And 
that's what I knew it was a Bible study first. I, I didn't come to church service first. I went to a Bible study right. because they young they youth Bible study was dope. Like <laughs> right. they was first of all they fed you. No, no. <laughs> oh, amen. That was the two right there. And then the, sec the second Boom. part was you literally got to speak your mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, that's what that's why I think I, that's what got my teaching status the way it is now mm -hmm. because I want you to say what you. I don't want to preach to you. That's Sunday. Yeah, you just want to have real. Time I want you to talk so that mm -hmm. I can see where your mind is and we could come together and form this together. And because then when you leave. You're gonna still be thinking about it yeah. right. because you actually it's kind of like when you write something down when you start speaking on things it makes your mind work and starts getting little nuggets and tread and you start really thinking about it yeah. like when when you get home like man pastor was talking about not having kids before marriage because you make a bloodline that you can never walk away from that's deep yeah i never thought about that right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know that's the things that i really believe and i can I commend both you guys for doing it. So, who won yesterday? We won. The ministers, you know. Can't nothing, can't, you know, we just stand on the word, you know, I remember one year when, when the uh, the musicians won, they was trying to come up with some analogy about being the being the musicians in the in heaven and playing and I'm like, man, you know, y'all leader got kicked out, bruh. But no, we, we won, man. It was <coughs> and who got MPV? M, uh, Jamil Banks. MVP. It's young. I call MPV sounds like, like a disease. It do. Right. It did. Like, when are I you suffering from MPV? <laughs> MPV? That's what, what is that? You drink Las Vegas water? Are you suffering from MPV? And then, have y'all noticed that? Yeah, I know this has nothing to do with it, but have y'all noticed that the side effects, they don't care no more? Yeah. Like, no, like at, first, at right. first they'd be like, and they said, if you got MPV, yeah. did you know that this pill will first give you nausea, vomiting, yeah. <laughs> and if you're pregnant, you'll have an abortion, Make and then all, all this stuff, but you will not have MPV. Oh, and everybody be just smiling. Right. You'd yeah. <laughs> be like, all them side well, effects, you, you ain't going to be smiling like that. That's funny, man. That's, that's hilarious. So... I definitely want to thank you guys. Know that Anointed Radio is definitely here to help you guys promote the okay. event and so that you guys can keep doing the great things that you're doing in Las Vegas because until Las Vegas gets what we've been preaching here at Anointed Radio forever, unity brings change. Right. That's when okay. we fully are going to bring everybody together to get the young people to see. Because you know one thing why unity Bring, uh, brings change is so important to the community is that if you tell your young people play well with others but you can't mm. true exactly they're not going to do it and you just made no. a new generation of new cliques that you might not be part of that's the funny part about it <laughs> see when the new generations come in you might be in the clique now hmm Pushed out. But you get pushed out yeah. once the new generation comes mm -hmm. in. Right. But if we do like how it's supposed to and mentor the young mm -hmm. and we work together, it makes a change. Yeah, we just have to teach better. Um, I believe all of us, whether we're in leadership and with a title or not, we can preach all day. I know some guys that, part. that can, exactly. can preach, preach, a, you know, shout you down. But uh, I'm a teacher at heart, and I believe that's really where this thing lies for our youth. Um, we take them to church and they get preached at that or part. preached to. 
versus us just sitting down and teaching you. I like to try to dissect scripture a little bit mm -hmm. with my kids, with any youth uh, Bible study or any class that I'm in. Because I think, you know, we begin to fear what we don't understand as kids. Right. And what happened, I grew up like that, too. And um, yeah. I was in church, and I was more fearful of Christ. Not in reverence, but, like, I'm scared. Like, scared. Like, scared yeah. to do something yeah. wrong. Especially when you got preachers say, you're going to hell. Yeah, flat you're, out. He's like, you're like, you know, exactly. But if you if you help me to understand that this is a relationship, right. not, not, not religion, you know, not that you can't, but how much you can do in Christ, then I think we'll reach our kids a little a little better. Once we start teaching better. That's true. And, yeah. you know, we got to get to a point of remembering that we used to be young and the same questions that we asked. Because mm -hmm. the number one question I asked was, since I'm doing it wrong, then what am I supposed to do? Right. Mm -hmm. Because as a young person, I made, I don't know, I was just rebellion. I was, that was just me. And I was looking at, I will point out every hole that you have. Like, I'm like, okay, you want me to walk a straight line, but you walk crooked. Yeah. What do you so how am I supposed to am I supposed to sometime walk crooked or am I supposed to walk straight line? I haven't seen nobody give me an example. That's good. You See, were rebellious because everyone told you what you couldn't do. Exactly. No one showed you what you can do. And right. no one no one actually explained because, like you said, people get preached at, but mm -hmm. nobody explains, you know, because you start thinking, you put God in a reference of, like, a parent, mm -hmm. and you think it's about rules instead of prevention. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at the Bible, God is trying to prevent a whole yeah. lot of things mm -hmm. in your life compared to do what I say, mm -hmm. not what I do. And if kids got that mindset because that's what they are growing up with. So, and if you could show them, nah, he's trying to make sure that you don't have bad situations pop up. Mm -hmm. Then they start like, oh, he looking out for me. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. right, it's a exactly. difference compared to rules and somebody looking out to you. Because yeah. he, he still forgives you, but you're not supposed to overextend that and think that, oh, just because I could be forgive, I could do anything. Mm -hmm. But he yeah. knows that nobody is perfect. Yeah. And then you wonder why your children come to church and their interest is not in anything other than whatever is in front of them. Most times you're going to see a child sitting in church and they got either a phone or a tablet and that's their interest because mm -hmm. they're being preached right. to and they don't know what they're being preached to, what, what they're saying anyhow. So, you know, it has to have a change where True. the children can have an outlet and be able to be on their level so that they can have it on their level of understanding. I mean, we can preach to them all day long, but are they going to understand it? Not at all. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I fell asleep in the choir stand. So, same. you know. Same here. <laughs> you know. Or in the pews. Yeah. Laid right across Not it. Right. I saw my son yesterday. I said, I, I, at, the, <laughs> at God's house, and he was laid across. I said, that's how I used to be. But my grandma would have pinched <laughs> right. me and woke me well, up. Right. right. <laughs> so, so I said, yeah, they need. It. it's time for them to go. Oh, it's, yeah. 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 But, yeah, we got to get to a point where if, if somebody could make an app, I'm going to throw that out there, but I need 25%. If they can make an app game that could get them get the word in it while they playing these little games, you would reach a multitude mm -hmm. of kids because that's where yeah. their attention is. Like you said, the tablets, the mm -hmm. phone. And if yep. you can make it into something where they could be playing these games and then actually learn the word, mm -hmm. it'd be dope. There's already actually an app. The kids app. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's one. Oh, the Bible kids that ain't got like what I'm talking about. Okay. I mean, like actually making something, because we it, the Bible kids app is VeggieTales. Okay, right. You know, he won like a Fortnite where you kill somebody and then resurrect. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and apologize. The great model. Oh, hold on, hold on. And did you know that Jesus was resurrected? Right, right, right. 
that's how you able so you to come back. Over. Right. <laughs> you get a do. Okay, this time we're gonna grant you grace. No, but something <laughs> but something something to show, you know, and, and even give like uh -uh. the biblical error during yeah. that time so that it could be fun yeah. and educational at the same time. Ain't and that tales? No. Cause who did you like VeggieTales? Well, I remember when I grew up, VeggieTales was an alley. Yeah. yeah, he's still wet behind the ears. <laughs> I would say, you know, like even do do away with the apps and just um, as adults, we we're in a room full of kids. Just be quiet and listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be present. You know, because I, we're we're in a place where we're like we're trained now. We're trained teachers, and uh, you you don't view yourself as the student when you're up there. Mm -hmm. You just have to become the student because you're in their world, mm -hmm. right? You know, right. What I mean? So what I do, I just try to sit back and listen. I like um, very open-ended questions. You know what I'm saying? When right. I talk to kids, but I let them do most of the talking because now I know where to go. As they talk, the more they talk, I know which road to take with them. Exactly, and you know it helps you get the right scriptures to, exactly. to fit where where they're where where they're needed. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. And, and change the views of the character. You can't change the principles of the Bible, but uh, turn, turn. Let Paul be DJ Khaled for a second. Let him, right. be, let him be Drake. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Change, change that. So if Drake went to the studio, and he was upset. He didn't like nobody in the studio, producer, nobody trying to do it all on his own, not realizing he need these people. You know what I'm saying? Like just change up the narrative of it just a little bit so that they can relate be interested. To it. That's all. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know because. When we, um, I, I, it was funny, I did that with, um, with Abraham and Sarah. Mm -hmm. When she got mad about him having a baby, I was like, just think about on a reality show that his wife said, go with her, have a baby, because I can't have a baby. Now she pregnant, had a baby, and said, nah, yo, the girl I told you. Sound like love and hip hop. Right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's right, what I was gonna say. The kids would have been like this. Who, who, what TV show that is? See, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's like if you do that aspect, yeah. it does work. Yeah, and I'm a witness to it because I was again grew up in church all my life. Sat there, did, went to sleep, played video games, played tic tac toe in the choir stand, all of it. It wasn't until I got to my home church what they had implemented was called Hip Hop Sunday, mm -hmm. and it literally was something where we came back in the day. You know, we had the jerseys and all that stuff. Right. So it was literally on our level to where we could understand the word but we were able to have fun with with God and it literally put it on our level to yeah. like make references like so like you said and like you said with uh, Sarah Abraham love and hip hop type situation well back then I don't know what it was I forgot yeah. but it was on Flavor our level Flav. yeah it was on our Flav. level to where we understood it and we were oh, we were engaged in service <laughs> and it wasn't normal church as where we bumping and shouting but no we had like DJs and stuff in church oh that's yeah. dope yeah. right yeah. and that, that's a that's a I want to say new age, but not really. It's 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 coming around. You know what I'm saying? We got some old seasoned vets who are like, nah, you ain't, ain't none of that up in here. You know what I mean? So, uh, but you know, it's it's funny. Remember, I told you I, I, I poke, poke holes and things because the old seasoned vets had older older seasoned vets that didn't like what they were doing. Mm -hmm. So instead of keep doing like every like, I always look at like with music and the industry, right? When before Kirk Franklin. All, everybody before was like, uh-uh, that, that music yeah. is not going to be, right? Yeah. yeah. the devil. But, you know, it's funny. The people that's on the same right. level as Kurt Franklin, in the same way, are repeating that with now this new generation of singers. Mm -hmm. And why do that if you didn't like it? 
If you didn't like having somebody be like, your creativity, the way you think, as long as it's reaching people to know mm -hmm. about God, it's just a different way. And like you said, people fear the unknown. Yes, yeah, that's true. That's really yeah, true. That's true. I think that's dope. But I think we can use, like, um, if we take scripture into a different place, like we use that scripture, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. Mm -hmm. And we think finances. Oh, man, the people in the world, they're rich, but they don't love God. But that's for us. So don't turn away their money either. It's the same thing with their creativity. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. we can take that wealth. That It's a wealth of creativity. Right. To engage our youth, you know, to tap into their mind. That's, that stuff is stored up for you. Go out there and figure it out. Go find what's out there. Then then just bring it back home. And that's the secret right. that most, church, most big churches have, is that yeah. they let their youth actually yeah. be part of of their church it wasn't just like oh because it's youth sunday we're gonna have like a teaser and have a few people dancing and call it a day no they actually are invested yeah so that they bring because when you feel like you're invested what you do like if it's your business right you go tell everybody like man you gotta come to my church. We have you Sunday. You gotta do this. Mm -hmm. That's how I got brought that's, in. That's, like, yep, same. that's how I got brought in because yeah, somebody yeah. was so invested in church. They was like, yep. and then our youth went from like twelve to fifty, yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. we just start growing and growing and growing. Same. But then, what the sad part about it is, because that's such the youth department for years, it ain't just been now. Years have been a neglected as yeah. a whole. You you could grow to hundreds and go back to that 12 if you don't maintain and give it its platform. Well, that, that's two elements to uh, church. Starting a church, building, having a church for a long time. The worship, meaning music, the music, and the children. Yep. Those yep. are the two things I've noticed uh, in pastoring that if people come to your church, that's what they're going to ask about. They're going to ask about, they're going to say, oh, I really enjoyed the worship. It's like, man, y'all, it's just pure, it's beautiful, whatever. Y'all got children's church? Y'all got somewhere for my kids to go? Yep. yep. If I don't have nowhere for my kids to go, I can't just, you know. It's no more Saturday morning cartoons, Sunday mornings. Kids can stay here. They got an option, you know, which I didn't have an option. but I didn't have true. an option because I was wondering what you was going with that. Cause I, was, no, I didn't get no option. Kids, but I, I've seen kids that have, like, you know, I ain't going to church today. My mom will go to church. You know? I would have got beat right. so, into the car. Yeah. They would beat me to I, the I car. I used to try to spend a night at my cousin's house because I knew they didn't go to church. Oh, all my cousins didn't go to church. So I was happy. I used, to, I used to do, like, I would go over there on yeah, purpose. Just so I didn't have to go to church. So I didn't have to go to church. But then I would feel weird. Yeah. And I didn't know what that weird felt because it would yeah. be Sunday and you'd be like, and then I realized it was the spirit convicting me. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know that it was the spirit at that time mm -hmm. convicting me. And I would be like, why well, I feel weird today. My conviction came from open cereal boxes. They just left their cereal open. And then I seen something crawl out of one of the boxes. I ain't going back over there. Oh, Lord. Oh, that my, my conviction. I love be, cereal. But well, one like, thing oh, is, is ants. Yeah. I feel like they start crawling on you. But that's a whole different topic. Yeah. Right. So, like, um, okay. <laughs> But, so, you know, as you said, I, I, like I said, I really believe that if you're going to do things with children, you have to have the right people in place. Yes. yes. It really True. makes a big difference. Um, I know right now at my church, I've seen these three young ladies started the children's church, and it started out with just a small amount. And now I'm looking, I'm seeing kids that I ain't never seen before. And when I'm hearing kids talking, telling me, uh, telling their mom, hey, mom, we going to church? That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. awesome. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, you getting up, getting ready before your mama. Come on now. Right. So that's a great impact when your church, your child is engaged and, and is really encouraged to go. Not only just to go, but to go and enjoy something that is on their level. Yeah. Right. It makes a big difference. And when you can get the child 
then you, you can got get the, the adult. Yep. Yep. You right. can get them to come because now your child is involved in something greater and now you can come and be a little bit more freer and you can come and get what you need as well. But that child got to get it first. Amen. Amen. Yep. So where can we everybody find you? Social media handles, websites, all that good stuff. And where is it going to be located? The address, phone number, all that good stuff. Everything, all that. Okay, Dave Backer on Facebook. Backer spelled B-A-C-K-E-R. Um, Instagram, <coughs> DRB Productions 101. Um, the venue is Just Faith Ministries. 311 Madison Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. If you have any questions, give me a call, 702-580-4962. Uh, I'm a Pollard, J apostrophe A-M-M-I-E, uh, last name Pollard, P-O-L-A-R-D. That's on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, uh, Pastor J3. You can find me on Instagram. Um, at, I'm at Revive Church. Uh, we're inside of... The theater at Canyon Springs High School. I'm there every Sunday morning, 10:30 a.m. Amen. Oh, um, October 12th. October 12th. Wow. I know. I told him that yesterday. Power uh-huh. pack weekend. <laughs> <laughs> every, every weekend. Every weekend. Now though, in Vegas, every weekend. Now. Well, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm really loving to see people like step out on faith and do. What's ever in their heart. I'm that's, loving that's amazing. it. I'm just, just I'm loving point, it. But, they, but now it's, it yeah. seems like I'm getting pulled in these many directions. Right. Man, because exactly. Because we're going to be in Columbus, Ohio exactly. on the 12th. And, you know. you everywhere, though. You can you could do this everywhere. You're international. Right. I know. But I wanted to be at y'all events. You gonna be there? In so spirit yeah, in, in spirit and on the on the Facebook live because oh, I know somebody. Yeah. And you'll also okay. and you'll also see pictures because I have a photographer coming in. She's taking pictures. So. Oh, awesome. awesome! So yeah, we'll definitely talk about it once we get back to. Mm. Mine won't be live, so that's your problem. That's your <laughs> see, that's your it's problem. It's a recording. He going Hollywood. He like no phones. Dave Chappelle. It's a recording. Hey, so he, he, right. he got an NDA. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you come inside, like you got to sign this NDA before you come out here. Don't you right. take the, And I won't do it. And then, and then he could probably gonna have those little dampeners. You know, when you go to uh, the concerts at the T-Mobile, yeah. uh-huh. and you like, why Snapchat won't upload? Like, why Snapchat won't upload? <laughs> hey, is, 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 is your cellular working? Yeah. You turn off your phone. You reset like. Right. Don't think uh, I'm not looking into it. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. Cletus. <laughs> Amen. So, that was another another form of anointed radio. <laughs> I lost my whole train of thought. Yes, just that quick. I think I'm going back home going to sleep. Must be nice. I'm going straight to church. Amen. I'm going home to get ready for church. Oh, Lord, Amen. I, I say all that stuff, but watch me go home and I end up in Amen. So that's it, y'all. And we're going to leave you with some encouraging words once I could think of some. So, pass. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> y'all, man. We got to wake up, y'all. This is, this is the struggle. I've never. The struggle is real. I'm, I'm going to tell people from now on. I cannot go to events that is past my bedtime <laughs> and then get up at 6, 5 o'clock in the morning and be fresh because I'm not even my energy level. I'm at like 45% right now. So, 
I feel like Dr. Clay won't start us off with some encouraging words. Well, I'll start it off because you know what? You got to be ready in season and out of season. Amen. Because so, you're preaching. <laughs> but look, you know, you've heard what we've talked about. You know, come out and support. Um, it's going to be a great event. But the thing of it is, is that our children need a way of an escape. Yes. And they need a way of an escape to something greater and something better for them. It's time out to allow them to be just okay and to be mediocre. But you got to bring something better to them. We need to make change and make change better. Make change happen. Make change come to the forefront. And let our children know that they are somebody special because God loves them just the way they are. But they're somebody special. So open up their minds to their creativities and open up their hearts to have the love that they definitely need. And just show them the love of God and the truth of the light. And then, and all you got to do is just continue to just be who you are in their lives. Continue to put something positive in them and direct them into the God's way, not your way. Lead them into God's truth, not your truth. And they will always be in the right direction. Amen. Amen. That was deep. Beautiful. <laughs> right. Go ahead now. <laughs> and this is Pastor Jay and like I would just like to tell people just remember your history remember your story and apply it to the next person's story because you don't want to repeat the same hurt and pain because the next generation don't deserve your hurt and your pain so go out and remember that you can be a blessing to the youth that are looking up to you in every way, how you act, what you say, and how you're presented. Mm -hmm. And I just came up with that. That was good. Mm -hmm. Amen. Off the top. Uh, Off the top. Nice. <laughs> so you woke up a little bit for that one, didn't you? I Bars. did, because I heard <laughs> something Bars. else in my head. Uh -huh. Off the top. You just needed a click. That 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 made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> Off the top. Off the dome. Yeah. Chris, yeah. So go ahead, Chris. Oh. Well, I would just say pour into the youth um, while you got a chance. You really, really could be the person or the conduit that can change their lives. Amen. Um I've seen it happen so many times where you can just take the time out to pour into them, to just hang out with them, talk to them, not judge them, mm. uh, not criticize them so much, but literally pour into them. They, you literally could be the person to change their life. So take the time to do it. And that's all I got. David, Pastor. Uh, first, I'd like to say, uh, drink Vegas tap water. Let it be nourishment to your soul. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm, just I'm joking. That'd break up the, you know, but, uh, I say this in my in my um, motivations. Um, <coughs> first thing I like to tell people is to to attain knowledge, you got to add something every day. To attain wisdom, you got to remove something every day, every day. So each day, I would pray that you would add some biblical principles and remove some worldly concepts, um, so that you can be a true example of Christ in the in the eyes of our children today. Amen. Amen. I would say just come out be a blessing and teach teach your kids because they're going to look up to you more if you teach them what you want them to learn. Amen. Amen. See y'all Wednesday. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah.